0: This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy
1: Talk. This is one of your hosts, Melanie Wise, and I am the Senior Director of Outreach at Mercy.
2: And I am Dr. Brooke Keels, and I'm the Senior Director of Counseling and Program Strategy here at Mercy.
0: And hey, I'm Rachel Thomas, and I'm the Podcast Coordinator and Content Specialist, and happy December. (laughs) Wow, we are already in December, guys. Uh, This is just crazy town that we are totally in the last month Uh, and we hope that you were able to get some rest over this past thanksgiving we know it's it's not lost on us that this thanksgiving is probably different for a lot of you folks um but just just want you to know that you're in our thoughts and prayers and uh and that we are continuing to pray for you guys and so as we head into gosh again what's the last of the month for this year it's just that whole idea is kind of uh, blowing me away even though I didn't think we would get to the end of the year, to be quite yeah. honest. Thank you, Jesus.
2: I know you're um, like, it's already December. I was like, it's been a hundred years. was This is defined already. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah.
0: How do we get here, ex- girl? Exactly. Uh, very, March, slowly. <laughs> very slowly. Very ex- slowly. Exactly. We think about this a lot, y'all. Um, but we wanted to continue on this conversation. Um, if you've listened, you know that we've been diving into all things attachment, relationship, and And of course, boundaries, which we are such a fan of here, but really today I'm excited because this is such a specific, I'm going to say niche, but but really it's a specific area of boundaries with our parents when we become adults uh, ourselves and how that works. Uh, And I know this this can apply to a lot of different stages, like obviously if you're going off to college and you're a, you know, a young adult, or if you start to, you know, get a career in and busy and you're young professional or you start to have kids. I mean, there's just so many different stages and that can play a role in how our relationship works with our parents. But just so interested and curious to, to hear where this goes today and Brooke, as we come at you with a lot of these questions, um, because it seems like, oh, well, you know, we're just going to try to, you know, set up some healthy boundaries. But correct me if I'm wrong here, that like our relationship with our parents is going to shift. As we get older, like it's going to uh, grow as we grow, I guess. And so how would you kind of start this conversation for somebody who's like, I love my folks, but I don't know how to do this now that we're both adults.
2: Uh, yeah, no, your relationship with your parents, I know I've all these things in my head, your relationship with your parents should, should not stay the same as it did in elementary school. Um, that's for sure. We do want it to change. Um, and, and yeah, and I won't, so actually it's funny cause you know, I teach developmental psychology and so in my head is I'm like, well, here are the developmental phases and blah, 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 but nobody wants that. It's the most boring class, uh, ever. So, uh, anyway but you know there is that like at different stages of growth and then you know kind of the most important is adolescence right where we Mm -hmm. are you know individualization like we are separating out um, differentiation if you will which are lots of Asians I know you can (laughs) look them up but it's basically just separating yourself becoming your own person having different thoughts and ideas um, you know separating and so that's when you know you tend to see you know, in that adolescent time frame, kids start to be like, well, are these my beliefs or do I just believe them because my parents do? Um, You know, that's a huge piece of college and, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of that college age, like kind of figuring out who you are, what you believe, how you see the world. Um, And a lot of times it means kind of going the opposite direction of your family a little bit, like some people, um, kind of really exploring how you feel and what you think and, and all that. And that's a natural stage. Um, if you, and a lot of parents can get really scared during that mm. stage. Cause they're like, what in the heck? <laughs> like I've raised this kid this way. They will, you know, are now kind of kicking around all these other beliefs, but it's actually a really important phase to have. Mm. Like it's really important for you to actually assess your beliefs. And this is not just an, and at the end of the day, you may be like, well, what are my beliefs and like life have to do with my parents? Well, kind of everything, so oh, wow. <laughs> like I mean, seriously, like how how your parents raised you, either in faith or in morality, in character, in relationship with other humans, mm-hmm. you know, how how you compass the world, if you will, like is is through what you learn from your parents. And so really deciding what you align with and what you don't, mm-hmm. um, and then where you kind of can come back in the middle. And so there's a tendency in that adolescent mindset to go so far the other way and kind of Mm. figure it out, and then depending on how your parents respond to that, whether they let you do it, or if they come and, you know, try and lock you in the basement until you get over it, you know, it's it's (laughs) like this, this whole, but the end of it is as you grow older, you know, that a relationship can shift from a parental one to, to kind of that of equals, ideally. Mm -hmm. It's not that there's not, there should be honor, and there should be respect, and just from the fact that your parents have lived longer than you, right? So they have existed in this planet. You know, if you're now a parent, well, guess what? Your parents were parents and you've never been one before. (laughs) So they might be really great people to kind (laughs) of talk about. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to my mom and just been like, you know, Liam's doing like X, Y, and Z. Did I ever do that? And she always laughs and is like, you (laughs) imagine significantly worse. And (laughs) like how many times, but it's so comforting to be like, okay, all right, well, he'll be fine. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Or whatever, just the input of like, you know, those aspects of it. And so they can become this great resource, but more of of an equal of like advice and support and wisdom and care and less of a, you know, eat all your vegetables and, you Mm -hmm. know, telling you what the dinner table rules are, if you will. So I don't know if that, you know.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good place. That's a good place to start. I'm actually
1: gonna I'm gonna go back just a minute here because I have a feeling that there's gonna be some parents listening uh, mm-hmm. to what you just said, Brooke, and they're gonna be like, wait, 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 uh, whatever you talked about. Depending on you know that that phase that is a healthy, necessary developmental phase of going. Okay, wait a minute. So this is what I was always told. Mm, maybe I should push on that a little bit and just challenge that a little bit And you said depending on how parents respond Mm -hmm. that's either going to go so I just am interested in your thoughts I know this is not the topic of this show but I just feel (laughs) there's going to be some parents listening going that's my
2: kid and I don't want to screw this up you know right (laughs) so what are your what are your thoughts on that I think I, I think first and foremost and you know I I was laughing earlier before we started recording that I probably say the same thing all the time. So sorry. Um, but I think it starts with you as the parent first off mm-hmm. actually assessing what about it terrifies you so much. I mean, yeah. you know, of if you're, you know, and usually it's about faith, right? Because that's obviously yeah. a life and death kind of thing to us, okay. if you will. And so really assessing like, what is, what is the root of that fear, you know, how, what are the ways that I need to trust the Lord with my kid? And then how do I become the person that they actually want to talk to mm-hmm. about wow. this stuff? Or how do I help them find people that, that I trust that they want to talk to about this stuff? Right. And, okay. and, and actually respecting that there may be some things that they're just like, I don't know how to do about this, but I'm willing to talk about it. Right. And then us right. being like, okay, well, so can I help you find somebody that you would trust to talk through yeah. these things with? Yeah. You know, how do you kind of be, you know, we talk about this like um, when I was, you know, teaching a lot or whatever, you're like, how do you be not the sage on the stage, but the guide on the side? And when <laughs> your kids start moving into that adolescent, pre adolescent college, you know, just basically after. 11, you know, okay. how do you, how do you, <laughs> wow, you know, because, yeah, no, trust me, my kid turns 10 in February and I'm already like, oh, oh geez. um, oh and God. so, you know, how do you become the, the guide on the side with it? Right. And you're right. not their friend at that age. Okay. You're not, right. you're, but how can you be a support to help them figure that out? So yes. I think if we start with our own place of, of fear,
0: hmm. you know,
2: because it well if you don't, everything will come through that filter and I'm gonna tell you something your kids don't have any time for that Mm. they're like I'm freaked out on my own I don't need your junk too and so and they know when they're being manipulated because they're really good at it Mm -hmm. and so there's that like aspect of they can feel that and so how do you kind of pull it back and just you know and 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 if you haven't done that well guess what you can always redeem yourself with it it's never too late so you know you may have to prove it to them that you're not going to judge everything that comes out of their mouth (laughs) Right. You know, but you can also speak truth in a way that's good. And you can also assess that, you know what, my kid cannot hear this topic for me. Mm-hmm.
1: And then again,
2: going back to that, like, would you be willing to talk with somebody else that can really hear you out? And yeah. this is too close to me or whatever, you know, Which I think it's be. a good
1: note. I mean, and I, I know that we're not doing a uh, show here on parenting, <laughs> but just in thinking through that, you know, I mean, I'm looking at an An 18 month old kid right now who can't even have a conversation yet, and I'm already it's Christmas, right? And so we've got nativities out, and I'm like, Jesus, this is Jesus, say Jesus, and I'm like, I can already feel (laughs) this thing inside of me, it's like, please love Jesus, you know, (laughs) yes, and um, I'm like, I can only imagine, and I know that so much of that does go to fear and control Mm -hmm. and it's like i've got to figure out how i'm going to control the outcome for this child Mm -hmm. and it's just making me think so much about how you know at empower at our workshops we always we always say you've got to learn how to trust god with his
0: Mm -hmm. his,
1: with his children you know like my son is god's son first Right. right so um and it's just funny because we're ta- we're usually talking to people who are like helping other people in their church or helping other people sure. in the ministry. How hard is that to do when it's your own flesh and blood children? You know, and so um, we're not saying that's an easy thing, but man, it is such a deep heart place for you as a parent that you've got to dive into to be able to release, to release that control, to let go yeah. of that fear, to trust the Lord with your child. I mean, who yeah. listen? I'm already like, no, no. Yeah. Oh, there, get, there's get. a
2: lot of, a lot of prayers in the Kiels' house that are, Lord, you said you would parent him. Yeah. So, and we'll need you to yeah. do that. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and <laughs> you can help us do that too. That'd be great. But I also need to know, <laughs> know that you've got like, you're, you're covering the gap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah. You
0: you I'm with you all the way. Well, on that same no, like, because with kids, or I not, mean, cause we're or, or <laughs> not because we're moving
2: in different <laughs> directions.
0: So, well, let me let me ask you this too, because along with what Melanie was saying, you know, let's say you grow up, and well, because you will, Lord willing, really. <laughs> let's say right. you know, and and where you are now, you and your parents don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, right? Like maybe, but you
2: mostly won't, right? Yeah, right. Probably, I mean, Most, really.
0: The, so, how do you? I guess as an adult how do you tread that with your parents with respect and then I guess on the opposite side if you're if you're the parent how do you trust the Lord with that because maybe they do have a son or a daughter and I know I'm kind of rabbit trailing mm-hmm. here but maybe they do have a son or daughter who isn't a believer and they walked away from the faith so like on either end of the disagreement or where they're not seeing yeah. eye to eye on things how do you show how do you proceed in love I guess
2: Okay. So I'm going to take it from the standpoint of like, if we are the children of parents and we don't, you know, see eye to eye, I'll do that. And then I'll jump back over to the other one. And and y'all please add into this too. You know, you should see things differently than your parents. You grew up in a different time, different experience. Like, you know, I mean, if you think about, we were talking about this the other day, Like my, my grandparents are 90, right? If you think Mm -hmm. about what has happened in 90
0: years,
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? And they're like, my grandma was still trying to figure out how to use her iPhone. Like guys, you know, like (laughs) it's just this, I mean, so just, I think having respect for the fact that whatever their experience was is different than yours. And I think the idea that we stand on the shoulders of giants, right? So good Mm -hmm. or bad whatever it was, like our parents, you know, walk through different things. They saw different things. You know, there's a lot of, I'm going to be very careful what I say here, but there's a lot of judgment to like mm. the generation before of how they responded to certain stuff. Sure. But respectfully, what I have seen is a lot of people trying and doing what made sense to them at the time. Yep. And now instead of us being ticked off at them, we can go, okay, now how can we take that further? Hindsight's always twenty yeah. twenty, And so how can we so if, if you were raised in maybe an unhealthy religious home, and then we keep going to faith here because obviously that's what we do, but just overall, like maybe mm-hmm. you and your parents have very different parenting styles. Sure. You know, what's important is, is, and I had this conversation with somebody the other day. Um, it's one of my favorite people to talk to. Um, but are saying like the rules in your home are your home. Mm. Okay. The rules in their home can be their home, right? So they're talking about yeah. their kids being, you know, and so, like, you have to decide when when your parents can quit telling you what to do mm. and then respectfully engage in that. Like, hey, so so if you don't want my kids to act a certain way or me to act a certain way in your home, you have every right to do that. But when you come over here... These are our house rules, and so this is kind of back to that differentiation, right? So we do things a little bit differently, you know, and then figuring out how to just care and respect each other in that. But instead of just being offended by the differences, Mm -hmm. I think we can just respect that we didn't live through what they lived through. So we're not going to have the same perspective, we're not going to have the same ideas on everything. You know, and if you have the things that you like, hey, you know, we get along great, but if we talk about X, Y, and Z, things get very bad very quickly. Right. You know, great. Don't talk about that stuff then. Yes. No. Like, you yes. don't need your parents to agree with you guys. You really yes. don't. You don't need yeah. them to. And yeah. you're not going to agree and with and everybody. you
1: do not need to change
2: their mind. No. no. I mean? That is not anybody's no. job to change. Unless them. they are harming other people right. or, like, right. you know, doing anything like that. And I know, Melanie, <laughs> you and I have talked about this, too. But at the end of the day, a lot of us, if you really talk, we're all... not that different. We care about people. Mm -hmm. We want good things. We want people to be healthy. We want people to know the Lord. You know, we want them to be in healthy relationships and productive members of society. We're all pretty much in agreement, no matter where we are at, (laughs) a myriad of other issues. And so there's plenty to agree on. And your your goal and your end game is not, you know, that, and I'll just pick on my grandma. My 90 year old grandma does not agree with me. About lots of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, she
1: doesn't. I mean, you know, you said, almost having some, especially as we're going into Christmas, and you know, I know some people will not see their families this year, but for those who will and are going to find themselves in a, I mean, you want to talk about a polarizing, volatile time in our world and in our country, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, man. And so there's going to be a bajillion potential hot topics in home yes. this yes. holiday season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think you knowing what those are and just yep. making that decision, and it may need to be an overt decision that's made to say, mm-hmm. hey, mom and dad, we're just not going to talk about this because we know yeah. how this ends and yeah. I don't yeah. need you to change my mind and I don't need to try to change your mind. So we're just not going to talk. That's about good. That. That's not going to go yeah. there. So either having that overt conversation or just deciding for yourself that when this conversation Mm -hmm. starts going this direction or this kind of thing comes up, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to engage in that. You
2: know, you know, know when is not the time to uh, really tell somebody how terrible they are and their thoughts and opinions are really bad. It's Christmas day.
1: Yeah. So if you want to have those
2: conversations around the tree, (laughs) let's do, Yeah. Let's do that other times, right? And I cannot tell you how many times I've said that to my family. Hey, and y'all know, I will argue with you all day. And that's a good Christmas to me. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's fine. But when it gets to like, nobody else is enjoying this, I'm the right. only one <laughs> that's having fun yes. yelling at you. And so <laughs> let's just stop doing that. Yeah. So I think it's it's that too, like that pressure of the holidays. And so we take yeah. this culmination of like our entire relationship with our parents should somehow be made right this one magical day. And we need to let that mess go. Sometimes you're just going to go get a nice or not nice gift and go back to the house and be like, well, there you go. We ate food.
0: I love that Mel said, you know, just maybe you need to have, whether it's over or not, like that's such a practical boundary. Like maybe I just, we just need to say, we know that these topics are off limits because like you said, it's not going to end well for anybody and instead we're going to be mad and chasing you know going around in circles so why just why not right now just set the boundary that we're not going to go there like
2: yeah and you know the stuff that your that your people bring up oh yeah that fire come on they do oh, it every time so just right. know hey you know what if he says this we're gonna be like okay yeah, or yeah. we're you know let's not uh, you know how about yeah. them cowboys or something I don't know <laughs> like whatever you know yes. so whatever it is and I mean I will say football is my usual I'm, I'm like, actually God, you
1: really hard because it was NFL football that created yeah. the last family drama that I was part of oh it really? yeah
2: yeah. Oh, well, it was like, a lot of
1: because yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then it all started. It. So really anything can lead to a hot topic. That's it's true. true. That's true. To Unless stop.
2: you're a science fan. Cause <laughs> you're a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so,
0: Just eat lots of good food. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's crazy. Well, let me, let me ask you this too, Brooke, you know, again, Having this conversation may not necessarily be like the most comfortable, but what about adding another layer and that would be grandkids? Like, you know, obviously our parents have raised us the way they felt led. And we talked about this before that a lot of times they just did the best they could. And Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) the Lord knows that like until you become a parent yourself, then you're like, oh, wow, now I see everything that I like. Picked my parents apart for, like, oh, this is payback. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm being facetious, but also kind of not at the same time. But how do you, I guess, how do you set those boundaries if when you are together as a family, you feel like, hey, you know, this is actually the way that we do things with our kids? How do you express that in a kind and honoring way? I mean, because it just feels already like, oh, this is going to be hard.
2: Yeah. I mean, and look, every scenario is different, of, of course, but I'm just going to say generally, I, I think we do have an opportunity to one really assess what is important to us and what isn't right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I'm just picking this, but like, you know, if your mom just really wants, you know, a fruit cake or whatever, every right. year, okay, right. fine. Like whatever. All right. right. But if there's some other issues that you're like, we're not okay with this, or we want to do a new tradition mm-hmm. or, you know, fill in the, the blank. Sure. I think we have an opportunity to think that through why is it important? Why do we want to do this? And then ask invite them into that with us. Look, oh, this good. is important to us. And I know and I know this other thing is was important to you. And I'm asking you to respect that it's important to us and right. and let's and, and we want you to come and be a part of it, whatever right. that thing is. You know, it, yeah. it could be an idea, a conversation, a tradition, you know or just a different set of rules. Like, you know, I'll, I'll pick on, you know, dinner table stuff. Cause my husband, he grew up, as was like dinner table Nazi, not him, but his, you know, <laughs> and so like, so it could be a thing, you know, where there's these expectations of how things will go and like this yeah. this order of what will be. And it may just be an everyday life. I know we're talking about Christmas because it's the yeah. holidays, but you know, but just being able to say like, I love that you valued that. And it taught me X, Y, and Z lessons. But that's sure. not, we're doing that a different way. Sure. Like, we're just doing it a different way. And so right. I want you to share a level of structure, but it's not going to be that, like, you know, it, you picked up the dinner fork instead of the salad fork or whatever the thing <laughs> right. is, if that makes right. sense. And so, anyway, I don't know if that's helpful, but... yeah. I think that we can just kind of decide why it's important and really invite people into that place with us. And then at the end of the day, if they don't want to be like, that's fine. At least you gave them the opportunity. They don't want to, and then go do what you wanted to do anyway. Yeah. You know,
1: Yeah, I, this is like, this is very fresh, uh, for, for my husband and I just, cause we are for the first time having to navigate this, you know, the, with grandpa- right. grandparents and kids and, um, oh, yeah. you know, with what we, even mentioned already in the show, you know, there's a lot out there, and this is kind of bigger picture, not just specific to holidays, but, you know, just a lot of, like, child psychology and things that we know now that our parents didn't know. Yeah. They didn't have, like, toddler online courses that they could go on right. and learn about how to help your kids process emotions. Like, yes. they didn't know so many of the things that, you know, we're starting to learn, I'm like, oh, yeah, our parents didn't do this at all, but they didn't know. And I know, like, sure. I've heard you say this, Burke, and I think it's so true, like, most of the time, parents are doing the best they can with what they've got, you know? Right. And sometimes they don't have a lot, <laughs> you know, they're yeah. not working yep. with a lot. And, um, you know, so what I've what I've found is that I'm like, you know, the way that we talk to our child, the way that we respond to our child when he's yeah. scared, Right. the way that we respond to our child when he throws food, like right. all these things that we're, we're learning we're like oh, our parents don't do this naturally. And so, you know, now like my parents or my husband's parents are around and we're like, eh, bah, that's not how we do that. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so what I'm finding is that like my hope and prayer is that, you know, you are able to talk to your parents to say, Hey, here are some things that we're learning. And so, you know, when Carter is scared, I'm just using this as an example. Like when my child is scared, instead of us going, it's okay, it's okay, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you know, we actually respond by saying, you know, we can see that you're scared and it's okay to be scared, we're right here. Hmm. Like that's not a normal, you know, that's not how our parents typically responded. That's okay. not even my natural response. I just want to be like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. You know, um, be but like, okay. fine. <laughs> Yeah, right. Which, yeah. which always helps someone who's scared. Just yeah. tell them. No, that's a, Definitely.
2: Yeah, especially <laughs> a baby. They right. Really, they're yeah, really so, responsive.
1: The great thing is is that like I know, for example, my mom was here recently. I was able to tell her, Hey mom, mm. this is kind of what mm. we're learning. That's good. And she is extremely receptive. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay. And and you know, she'll but but I know her heart is to come into alignment with the way that we want to raise our kids. Sure not everybody's going to have that benefit. And you may have a parent that's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's not how I'm... And that's okay because, hey, one of the things that we all know about boundaries is that it is not your responsibility to change someone's thoughts, beliefs, attitudes, behaviors. Mm. So you can say, okay, if you, you know, don't want to kind of, like align with us in the way that we want to kind of raise our kid in these ways. Again, important things that, you know, we're talking about here like developmentally, emotionally, mentally, if you don't want to align with us in that way, that's your choice. I don't, I'm not out to change your mind, right? But you also need to know now that we're going to have to have some pretty significant boundaries in our time with you Mm. or our kids time with you. Sure. And that's our choice because it's our kid. So it's like, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be some dramatic thing. It's just like, okay, well, if you don't want to do it this way, and this is important to us about how we're raising our children, then we just have to draw some pretty strong lines about their time with you and that kind of thing. So um, that's just something that we're having to learn and walk out in different ways. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's
2: that's it. And then, yeah, no, I I just want to say something, you know, because uh, you know, my dad was a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, as yes. I was growing up and they still didn't know <laughs> like, how to do this <laughs> stuff and my mom was a social worker uh, so guys it's fine <laughs> like, yes. there's that no and they still didn't I mean seriously you know they like you said they have what they have and I think and I want to reiterate what you said too this is about stuff that really matters right. and so that means you have to uh, first first assess what really matters because if you're offended by everything they do yeah, yeah. Then oh, you're just dead. offended yeah you're just offended, okay, because yes. there's some things that, guess what, if if my dad responds a little snippy to Liam or does something, whatever, mm-hmm. I have no problem pointing out to Liam, hey, we don't talk that way, but your grandpa decided to, mm-hmm. or whatever, it's okay yeah. for him to, to see a difference, right, it's yeah. not everyone's job in the world to act a certain way for my kid to be okay, like you yeah. said, mm-hmm. and so he has a choice, and so yeah. I have that conversation with him, and be like, hey, when you do this, this is what Liam sees, that's and he, good. I mean, almost every time, was like, hey, that's not what I want to do, I'm sorry, you know, that's, yeah. or whatever it is, but I also know he's, however old he is, and he's not going to be perfect, and he's going to yeah. say ridiculous things, and some of the stuff, we just go, hey, your grandpa's crazy, so yeah. there you go, <laughs> and we like, <laughs> yeah,
1: we yeah. judge him. We yeah. judge him
2: instead, right? That's what you should do. That's what Jesus said. Um, so, anyway. <laughs>
1: probably, yeah, probably yeah.
2: But I do want to. I think that it really does matter that you first have to decide what yeah. are what are the deal breakers. What are the things sure. that you need to be willing to then go? Hey, like, because if you're not, then this is how we're going to respond. Yes. So yeah. That's fine. I think
1: that's you really know. Good.
2: So, and yeah. I think
1: it's also good. Like we've we've talked a little bit. I know just about like how to how to still honor Mm. parents, you know, um, even in situations where maybe they're not healthy, maybe they're not safe. And when it comes to grandkids, you know, I think you definitely need to find, you you know, you need to be in agreement with your spouse on like, here's where the boundary lines are gonna be with Mm. either your mom and dad or my mom and dad, and we're in agreement on this. but it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to Absolutely. be either you. You know, like yeah, I, uh, you know, Brooke. I know that you are able to like you. You send your kid to be with your parents for like days and days at a time, right? Yes, yes. yes. It's, um,
2: a, it's a magical thing.
1: It's a magical thing. time. Everybody, right? For everybody, you love it. yes. You, <laughs> love it. you love it, and so yes, it's yes. like that. That's like that's awesome. Then there's the the other, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like, yeah, I'll send my kid to be with my parents for days on end, you know, without me there. Sure. It doesn't have to be that or nothing at all, right? There are so many different levels of connection that you can foster with your child and their grandparents. Um, And again, like there's, you know, countless uh, possibilities of what that could look like. Um, But I do think that one of the ways that you can honor your parents is to somehow foster some level of relationship with their grandchildren. Mercy Multiplied exists to provide opportunities for all to experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness and life transforming power. Our residential program is for women ages 13 to 32. And our outpatient services are for women ages 13 and older. Both programs are voluntary, biblically based and completely free of charge. Our goal is to help women in our programs permanently stop destructive cycles, discover purposes for their lives, and experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. If you or someone you know would like to apply to one of our programs, or you'd simply like to find out more information, you can start by heading to our website at
2: mercymultiplied.com. Well, guys, we actually had to pause our recording uh, because in the middle of it, uh, <laughs> Melanie Wise's wonderful, beautiful sister had her baby, and yes. so we we saw the baby. Melanie jumped off. Rachel <laughs> and I are going to finish finish this up. Um, Real life so I'll finish. finish. Real life, yep, that's right, just having okay. babies and, and Facetime. Yes. Uh, so and she's gorgeous with oh lots God. of hair. The best for life, yeah. Oh. So. Uh, um, so congratulations to Melanie, the new aunt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, since we're talking about grandkids, yes. and babies, and then Fair going enough. back to that, like honoring your parents, even if it isn't a matter of like, you know, if you have kids or maybe you're older and you're still trying to figure out how to deal with that, Yes. just remembering and, and like I said the word of the day <laughs> is differentiation but yes. how do you separate yourselves from your parents right like there yeah. is that I mean we know you know the verse and you'll have to tell me what it is Rachel but the leave leave and cleave right yes. that whole idea is that you do like you fully differentiate and then ha- you know how do you um meaning that you guys are separate you are separate right. things their ideas their thoughts right. their beliefs and it doesn't mean you don't align But you can still honor even even if they're not a part of your life you know the aspects of them that that are that are positive that were good the things that you did learn and maybe sometimes you know I've seen my husband has done such an incredible job of this of like being Mm -hmm. in a very hurtful terrible situation Mm -hmm. but now being able to look back and go look at where God made that good and I think if we can do that that's that's incredible way to honor them, even if yeah. they didn't deserve the honor.
0: Dude. You know,
2: um, and so anyway, that's so good.
0: No, that's that's so good. And gosh, and I'm just I'm reminded in this whole thing, even having those conversations with your parents, being intentional about it. That's so honoring. You know, again, it's their choice what they're going to do with yeah. those boundaries you're setting. Like y'all, we've already talked about, but what a beautiful thing to say, I want you, I want to do this together, uh, and, and setting those boundaries, clearing up front. So there's no like, you know, deceit or manipulation, or even like those things that have gone unaddressed, you know, friend, I'm the worst about like letting and resentment, just bloom into this ugly weed garden. <laughs> you know, in my heart, I'm like, why do I get this like hot, horrid feeling every time I, this person it's like ah, right and it's you know anyways and it's not even summer. like I just it's because that resentment has been there and I haven't addressed
2: it uh and I think yeah. about even, and you're not a resentful person it's against your nature right <laughs> oh, like and so you're also like why am I feeling this right? way? Why you know because it's awful? yeah I mean and I think not that some of us can hold resentment better than others right okay. go. <laughs>
0: So, like I, said, I got a garden. Okay.
2: Yeah. You know, but it is like, there's that thing of like, you know, when you start feeling some kind of way around somebody, but especially your Family, yeah, you know, we want to start looking at how they can be different so we don't feel that way. But right. how, but I really the first step is like, why is it making me feel this way? Yes. Like, what, what is that exactly? What is it bringing up? Because they are not going to change, right? Necessarily, right. Right? right? So, and or that can't be the expectation that they right. need to change before I'm okay,
0: exactly. So, yeah, anyway. well, and I think in our conversation on boundaries, especially over the last couple of weeks, one of the biggest things that has stood out to me, Brooke, was when you were saying, well, you got to start with yourself first. And it's easy to look out and go, well, if they could do this and fix this, it would be fine. But the truth is, you have no control over that. You only yeah. are responsible for yourself. And so looking and going, okay, what do I need to address? Um, and Ephesians 4, I was thinking about this. It says, to get rid of all bitterness and rage, anger, harsh words, instead be kind to one another. What's a real practical way of doing that? Well, number one, you can be honest about what's going on in your own heart.
2: Right. And be honest
0: about about setting those boundaries so that you don't, every time stuff just happens, you know, you're not running around expecting different results because you haven't done anything different. So right. anyways, when you mentioned that a couple weeks ago, it was so good, so practical, and so for our takeaways today, here's a couple easy things that you can start with just you. And Brooke, if you have anything to add, please, please do. But um, what or where do you need to be honest um, in your relationship with your family? Where do you need to be honest with yourself about you and your parents or maybe even your in-laws? Let's even take
2: it there oh lord we didn't
0: talk about other, that's another episode guys on boundaries oh my gosh. <laughs> i just want to yeah. add that in there
2: yeah that's For a everybody. that's a yeah hmm, we're not, i'm not going there
0: yeah <laughs> um but where, where do you just need to be honest about the boundaries that need to be made because if you're living in denial or you go oh it's fine it'll take care of itself you're going to be number one living in denial but you're also going to be living in a hotbed of resentment and nothing is ever going to get better. Everything is going to, you know, it's just going to happen and it's going to be awful in the sense that you're going to dread it all the time. And it's just going to stir a pot of bitterness in your own heart. Like it's not a recipe for freedom. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then the second thing is what do I need um, or sorry, who do I need to forgive as I set my boundaries so that they are not formed in bitterness or resentment. So who do I need to forgive? as I'm doing that. Do you have anything to add to that, Brooke?
2: No, I love that. And because we haven't really talked about that, I, I don't think, very often about. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like we maybe touch on it. Sure. But yeah, like it's, and I say this from a, from the aspect of I'm the type of person that once it once I've had enough, then we can just never talk again. And I'm right. fine with that. Like, I don't need to be in relationship with you. Like when we talked about the attachment episode, you know, that's mine. I'm like, all right, I'm good.
0: (laughs) You know, so
2: so, which can feed into kind of the delusional part where I'm like, Mm. yeah, it's fine. It doesn't bother me, you know, kind of pretending it doesn't. Or I think that creating boundaries that are actually unhealthy in the sense Mm. of they were unhealthily created. So maybe a boundary needs to be set, but it's out of, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to pay for this kind of thing or. I just don't need to, I can just cut you off in my heart. And you know, which not feeling things does not mean you have forgiven them. So Mm -hmm. just heads up guys, for those of you that are like, I'm not mad at them. Yeah, right. then, you know, that's my that's my joke. I'm like, I'm not mad. They're just dead to me. And right, right. You know, my husband's like, no, that sounds super, super healthy. I mean, that's <laughs> definitely what Jesus died for. And oh, so, bro. you know, we... I <laughs> identify. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, God love that spouse. Um, oh, Honestly, anyway, so right. yeah, I think that's a that's a really important thing. Now, mm. sometimes you have to, you, you are in a place where you're like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to set all the boundaries and then I'm going to go figure out what I need to do. But that's still with intentionality thanks so
0: much I'm glad we got to end this together this was good I know we don't get to (laughs) I know man talk to you and I'm always so encouraged truly by uh, you know your honesty of course but but just like man you know the practicality of the situation that listen like you're not going to see the thing all the things the same way as your parents you guys grew up in different eras that's not always a bad thing you know and and even appreciating that can be honoring so yeah yeah no
2: i appreciate that no and and same i know because you and i have talked about our families you know offline if you will yes (laughs) so (laughs) but but it is it's i don't know i think now more than ever you know we we live in a time where people want to disqualify everything that is not of their same opinion and on but on both sides and i think that is really messed up i think that is not going to end well for anyone sure. and if and you kind of mentioned this and and I will finally end this, gosh, I feel like we've probably been going seven hours, no, sorry you but <laughs> I, you know you mentioned like what about the from the parental side if their kid has like maybe sure. stepped away from the Lord or something like that, I right. think just remembering that there is nothing more drawing or um uh, i don't I'm trying what's the word I'm looking for like desirable Mm, than for someone to be accepted and accepted does not mean you know accepted and heard and accepted does not mean I think what you're doing is right or I think this is a good idea but that I love you while you're figuring it out and I want to talk to you about it while you're figuring it out that's the thing we don't ever want to not be in the conversation right so how do how do we stay in it somewhere whether it's a matter of, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, our kids, you're like, I don't even know why they're angry. And they're all figuring their thing out. Right. And so that's when it's like, Hey, you and the Lord get real close, yes. <laughs> you know, and, and pray yes. them through it, you know? And, and so anyway, I just, I didn't, you mentioned that and I, I didn't want to leave without mm. saying that one okay. little, little piece. Like we just need to stay a yep. part of the conversation yep. and, and remember that like caring for people and loving them well, you know, yes. and listening to them, Mm-hmm. Is, is not giving audience to untruth. It's just Ooh, letting somebody good. figure some stuff out, you know? Sure. sure. So. That's so
0: good. That's so good. Well, I hope that encourages you guys today, especially heading into the next holiday, that you don't have to be on the exact page about everything to have a conversation with your parent or that other family member even, um, but that you can find as best you can that common ground and, and think about what you can do today where you can start today to forgive and set those boundaries. So hope you enjoyed this conversation and we will see you here next time on Mercy Talk. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you wanna find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.